Hi, my name is Brandon Ray Olive. Um, I'm in a movie called Out of Liberty. It's coming out September 13th in theaters, and I play the role of Joseph Smith. It's kind of an act of God if you really think about it, because I, I don't think I would have been an obvious choice. But ultimately, it's it's there's a longer story there. But the short of it is that um, Garrett had made an effort to reach out and um, and see if I'd be interested, and we met. And within the first few seconds of meeting him, I knew that nothing else mattered. I needed to do this movie with Garrett, and he and it was funny. He came in with two roles. He had the role that he wanted to offer me, which was Joseph, but I think he was so respectful and so awesome that he said, but if you're not comfortable, you can play. There's another role. And uh, and the other role would have been one of the deputy roles, which would have been a lot of fun. You know, kind of like a childhood dream to ride horses, shoot guns, be a cowboy. And the other role, not so much. That was the one that was the most challenging and had the most weight to it. Obviously, a lot around it, uh, a lot of responsibility, a lot of, a lot, and uh, and so that's the one that terrified me, obviously, and so that's what I said, that's what I got to do, is obviously that, the one that is going to be the biggest challenge, and that would not have been an opportunity if Garrett hadn't been so loving and encouraging and believing, really, that not only would it be a good idea to have someone with my background step in to these shoes and not be able to fill it, but to attempt to step into the shoes. But for whatever reason, he just made me uh, feel like I could just trust him completely and that no matter what happened, it was going to be okay. It was a journey I had to take. I felt compelled. Yeah, it was just... I tried to fight against it with all logic, with all reason, with all brain, but the gut, the intuition, compelled me to uh, to take on something that was improbable and impossible. <laughs> There, there is what my approach would have been, but I can't even say it's my approach because off the get-go, it was a collaborative approach. Um, I saw Garrett, he saw the, the benefit and the value there of having someone lean in to maybe kind of bridge a gap or divide, uh, to gain perspective, to learn, to grow, to understand. And the moment I heard that from him, I mean, that's everything. That's what makes my heart beat. That's what makes my soul tick that's I mean that's everything for me so my approach was it started out the gates as a collaborative approach um let's approach this man who yes is extraordinary and who uh, who means so much to so many people let's approach him though as a man let's as a human being as a as a, as a person as an imperfect human being who was doing everything in his power to try and be better every single day of his life, not just for himself, but for a larger purpose, yeah. So I went back into the early days of Joseph, trying to just trying to learn about what it was like. What, what, would it like, what would it be like to live when he lived? What would it be like to be in those circumstances that he was in? What would it be like? What would it be like just to be Joseph, the kid? And then at 14 years old, still a kid, to have such an extraordinary experience that very few people in the history of this world have ever had, what would that be like, you know? It was exciting. It was thrilling. It was imaginative, but also grounded in um, a growing sense of belief and a growing sense of love and a growing sense of purpose. And when it would start to feel a little heavy, a little weighty, I would always fall back on the man. I would think about 
his parents. I would think about his siblings. And uh, so, so a lot of the, the research that I did had to do with kind of first-person accounts of people who were next to the man in the flesh and who could... The people that loved him, the people that knew him, the people that talked about his sense of humor, his, his mischief, his everything. All those things that kind of add up and then get stacked under uh, or on top of this, these extraordinary things that happen. I didn't approach it as a mythological person who has become myth- mythologized and idolized. I, I, I told Garrett, I said, I can't look up to him because there'll, there'll be too much distance. So I got to be able to look at him. So I looked at him as a man, as with the concept that we're all God's children, we're all brothers and sisters, we're all equals. It just so happens that he has a bigger pair of shoes than I do, and I'm not going to be able to fill those shoes without a little help, without a little padding, without a little, little extra fabric, if you will. <laughs> and so I, I gave myself the liberty to, to, to come up short, knowing that I would come up short, but that's okay, because it's not about... Um, bringing him back or anything. It's just it's just about leaning in to try and understand it, to humanize it, and um, maybe give give people a different perspective on it that have that weighty relationship, if you will, and more importantly, to bring people closer to understanding a man that they otherwise would never give themselves a chance to understand because of the bias, because of the opinions, because of the lack of understanding, the lack of perspective, the lack of knowledge, the lack of empathy. And so, yeah, that was, that's kind of what I, that was the, the foundation, I guess, that you could say I operated from, was let's humanize him, um, let's have him be imperfect, but always trying to be better, and then at times have these, these revelatory things happen that become a different alternative of even himself, right? That's one of the most fascinating things I found is when he wrote or talked, there's a certain verbiage that he used. And when there was a calling or a revelation, when there was something else happening, the verbiage was totally different. So it, there, it, there was a good foundation to kind of work from. It took a, you know, it took a, lot, of, a lot of research, a lot of immersion, because you have no choice. You know, you got to shoot this in 11 days. You only got a few weeks to prepare and this guy lived a whole life. So you, you're not going to be able to ever do it justice. And that's okay, because that's not what it's about. I think it's just about trying to, to understand. I know it's never going to match the, the work or the effort that you put in. Like, you're going to come up short. It's going to be imperfect, but that's part of being human, you know? Not just playing other humans, but just being human. Like, it, it, there's always going to be more. You're always going to have a desire for more. And that's a, what I think keeps us coming back and keeps us working hard. But um, but really, the, the philosophy behind it, if there is one, is uh, I had such a, an amazing experience in my journey and in my process from preparation to the experience of making it, being in the moment on set organically, and then the processing of it when we were done. Like, what was that all about, right? So it was a very if I can say this with good intention at the risk of sounding pretentious, it was, it was revelatory for me. It was spiritual for me. And there's no way in heck that this movie is ever going to encapsulate my experience and how much it means to me and how much I get to walk away from it, you know? So it kind of, so watching it can risk 
demystifying my memory of it. Because my memory is what's so, so important to me now. My, um, my journey, and it sounds selfish, but it's, it's not. Like, by letting go of me and trying to imagine and create belief around being someone else, I was able to grow. I was able to see more of my potential or awaken to more of my potential. And, so, you know, I was doing an interview earlier today, and she, this, this, the interviewer asked an interesting question about, well, how, how, is, how are you going to carry this with you? And I was like, There's, it's not a choice anymore, which is, 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 is an interesting statement, but it's also kind of a mirror likeness, right? A human mirror likeness, not a prophetic human likeness. But, like, he didn't have a choice either. He was charged with this responsibility, right? And I don't have a choice now but to move forward with that influence and with that, that experience, that knowledge, that spiritual awakening or whatever you want to call it, right? Like I have no choice. So it, it's always there. It's always, so I get to, I feel like in a, in, a guilt, in a kind of a guilty kind of way that I am the one who gets to walk away from this with so much. And that means a lot to me. So, so I held off to watch it at the premiere because I was nervous of that, of demystifying it. And for the first time in my career, I was able, I took a risk and I was able to um, experience the antithesis of that, which was I went to the movies. I was so blown away by everyone else that I lost track of me. You know what I mean? In the film. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so it wasn't like I was seeing me come up short as Joseph. It was more, look at what everyone else is doing. Look at how beautiful this movie is. And I was able to hone in on things that oftentimes I think I missed the opportunity to do, which is look at what Garrett did, you know, look at what, look at what Jeremy did, you know, it was so beautiful. And again, I didn't have a choice to not go to the movies because of what everyone brought to it. So again, I can't explain it because I've never had that experience before and it's totally native and innate in this movie. But yeah, it's 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 really been a a whole bunch of firsts, amazing firsts. Where I feel like I just every single time I'm like, okay, okay, let's just see what happens. I come out the other side better for it, you know. And um, yeah, it was amazing. It really was. I love it. I've never. I don't think I've ever said that. About one of your films before. Ever. I mean, I there are films that I love and treasure that are precious to me but I can't say I walked out of like uh, seeing one of those and and not having some insane desire that we could have done so much better like we freaking we watched a movie tonight that was like think about it I'm sorry I'm losing words here you think about that guy Sean Stevens you think about Danny James you think about Eric Wood Adam Johnson Corbin Allred Jason Wade uh, Morgan Gunter uh Brock, uh, I know I'm missing someone. Casey Elliott, every single one of them, right, took me to the movies. And they just did such a good job. And that's the thing. I had such a, an amazing experience with them on set, like such a bond, bonding experience. In, a, in kind of a weird way, there was a little duality there. Like, on one hand, we were all, we all came out of that changed and feeling like brothers, and I feel like all of us we've got each other till the end of time, right? On the other hand, I didn't allow myself while being on set to engage in those kind of in-between 
set, setups and antics takes, fun antics, stuff. fun stuff, right? Because I, I felt the weight. I felt I was like, I need to feel more of the suffering, more of the isolation, more of the lack of understanding, more of the people maybe believing what I say, but also doubting what's going to happen there, the outcome. And, uh, and so there would be times where in between I'd be seeing everyone huddled up, you know, Corbin making everyone laugh, you know, Jake and Adam and everyone's just, and, and, uh, and the interesting thing is, is after watching the movie, I now feel like I had that experience. There was just some subtleties and some nuances in there where it's like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Yeah. If that makes sense. I feel closer at that void or whatever that I've, man, like I love the guys on set and I knew how amazing they were on set, but actually seeing it, that collective togetherness of it on, on the screen, it left me for the first time, not wanting more. It's okay the way it is it's better than okay it's it's meant to be what it is and and that's enough it's it's enough for me it's enough for us and i think hopefully it's enough for audiences to um to think about to start that conversation and maybe gain a little perspective and hopefully come out a little changed or a little better you know or with a little bit of understanding or a little bit of perspective yeah, it's, it, I'm still processing it, but the whole experience tonight has been amazing. Thank you so much for chatting with me, especially yeah. at the end of a super long night. Yeah, no, I, I, could, I, could, I could seriously, if there's anything I can do, is sit here and talk about this all, because, because I know once we leave, it's different. we're dispersing a little bit, kind of like when we left the jail. You know, it's, it, it, yeah. These are, these are moments, right? Just be in the moment. And, and that's the one thing I'll say about being on set. Everyone was just in the moment. Everyone's in the moment. They'd done their homework. They'd done their prep. Everyone brought it, but they let go of it so as to be in the moment and allow for whatever happened to happen, right? And, uh, and I feel like that's kind of what tonight was in a little bit, too. Like, no expectations, only appreciation. And now I'm coming out the other side of it, like, with so much gratitude and love. And uh, I got every single one of these people, including you, you know? Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you.